Welcome to Beyond Great Sex, the podcast that will revolutionize your sex life. I'm Morgan Horn, I'm a sex and intimacy coach, and I am going to give you the tools to create the mind-blowing sex life that you've been craving. When you apply the teachings from this podcast, you will drop the shame, limiting beliefs, and everything else that has been keeping you from enjoying the intimacy that you were designed to experience. Instead, you will unleash your unlimited potential, sexual and beyond. When you work with me, great sex is only the beginning. We're going beyond. Hello, lovelies. How are you today? Oh, I'm pretty pumped up. I just got off a coaching session with a client and I'm feeling so energized, excited and grateful, which I usually do after a session because I live for that stuff. So I wanted to share with you some of what we discussed during this session because I think it will resonate with many as this is a fairly recurrent theme in my sessions and particularly within heterosexual couples. Uh, my client was telling me that all her husband wants is to have sex, that that's the only thing he's interested in, that he is only affectionate when he wants to get laid. And that as soon as he shows the slightest sign of affection, whether he kisses her, hugs her or whatever, it always gets out of hand, to quote her, because the only reason he kissed her in the first place is because he wanted sex from her. So we started talking and I asked her how she felt. And she told me that she feels used, that she feels unappreciated and not loved, that she's just an object that he uses at his disposal, but that her emotions don't count. Because of that, she's completely defensive. She feels both sad and angry, and she shuts down completely. She avoids him, avoids all physical contact with him because she doesn't want to give him any ideas. They hardly spend any time alone anymore and haven't had sex for several months. And the result is that there is a wall between them and that she has never felt so distant from him. But she wants the exact opposite. What she wishes the most is to feel close to him, to feel intimate, to feel love, but also desire and passion in her relationship. And this is a topic that I find fascinating because in my opinion, this issue is so avoidable and doesn't have to be such a big deal. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discounting the pain one feels when stuck in that pattern. I say it doesn't have to be a big deal because in reality, there isn't really a problem, but rather a big misunderstanding. And I will try to break down my chain of thought so that it makes sense. The first thing to know is that desire is felt differently by men and women for the most part. A majority of men report needing little stimulation. It is often enough for them to see their wife in a certain position or dressed in a certain way to feel desire. Or even just having a thought, seeing or hearing something is enough to spark their desire. For a majority of women, desire often happens in reaction to pleasure. Their desire is less spontaneous and requires a little more stimulation. Sometimes desire only comes after sex has already started. And coming back to my client, and we'll call her Isabel, when her husband Mark comes up to her and hugs or kisses her and things get out of hand, as she puts it, it may be that kissing or hugging her provokes enough desire and arousal for him to want her. It does not necessarily mean that he had an agenda and went to her with the sole intention of having sex. A gesture that started out as a casual display of affection may have led to more. 
The second thing I want to point out is that people express love differently. For some people, love and sex are two separate things. They consider sex to be a fun activity in itself, but they express their love in many other ways, which is the case with Isabel. She expresses her love for Mark on a daily basis by cooking for him, by going to the local market to get his favorite beer, by calling her in-laws every Sunday, and by being affectionate towards him with hugs and kisses. For others, sex and love are inseparable. One does not exist without the other. They wouldn't imagine having sex without love or loving someone without making love. And for some, sex is the highest expression of love, the most beautiful way to say, I love you, the deepest and most intimate way to connect with one another. And what's fascinating when you add that to the principle of different expressions of desire that I was just talking about is that in relationships where one person feels a more spontaneous desire and the other a more reactive desire, you'll often hear the person whose desire is more reactive say that they feel used because their partner only wants to have sex. And on the other hand, the person who feels desire more spontaneously feel rejected and pushed away when their partner does not reciprocate. Ultimately, both feel misunderstood and not loved. And this whole mess could be avoided if only both understood the difference in their partner's expression of desire. When talking about the different expressions of love and desire, Isabel remembered that Mark had always been very tactile and passionate that his way of saying I love you is to make love. So what has changed? Why does Isabel now feel used when Mark comes to her if this was not the case before? And that leads me to my third point, which is the difference in dynamics within the relationship and in life more generally. When Isabel and Mark first met, and for a few years after that, it was just the two of them. They were both career-driven and ambitious, but they did not have major responsibilities. Today, they have two children, a mortgage, aging parents, and they make less time for each other. When they used to spend evenings watching movies, reinventing the world over a bottle of wine, going to restaurants and enjoying drinks on a summer terrace, nowadays, they're always running around. They have their routine with the children, more responsibilities, and financial worries. And essentially, Isabel realized that it was during these moments together that she felt loved and appreciated, and that these moments of intimacy ignited her desire. And so she didn't mind at all if things got out of hand. On the contrary. In fact, she came to realize that Mark's attitude hasn't changed much. He isn't more or less tactile with her today. He doesn't say, I love you more or less often. He's not more or less affectionate. What really has changed is that they have stopped making time for each other. And so Isabel realized that all the anger and sadness she was feeling were actually coming from her thoughts. All he wants to do is have sex. He only shows an interest when he wants to get laid. When he kisses me, it's because he wants some. I feel like he doesn't love me anymore. I feel like I'm just an object that he uses when he feels like it, but he doesn't care about my feelings. I feel used. That's when Isabel began to see other possibilities, other ways of interpreting the facts. Instead of thinking that Mark was using her for sex, she came to the conclusion that he is still attracted to her, that he kisses her, hugs her, that he still wants her after all these years. 
And she knows that this is his way of saying, I love you. So she felt so reassured. She realized that it is her thoughts that were building the wall between them, but that the circumstances are far from hopeless. She has a husband who loves her and desires her. And it moves me because by opening herself to other possibilities and simply changing her thoughts about the situation, Isabel has gone from suffering and feeling anger for over a year to feeling love and hope for her relationship. She even realized that by focusing on the scenario where Mark was only interested in having sex, she may have missed his pain, where he may have felt rejected more than once. We then talked about what Isabel would like to do now that she has more clarity over the situation. She realized that she needs more intimate time with her husband to feel sexual desire, so she decided to suggest to Mark that they start by taking at least one night a week just for the two of them, non-negotiable. Above all, she realized that her thoughts create everything she feels. So if she wants to want her husband and feel closer to him, she can also work towards creating that herself without waiting for circumstances to change. So my lovelies, if you find yourself in a similar situation and you think that all your partner cares about is having sex or only comes to you when he wants some, ask yourself, what other explanation could there be? Is it possible that his desire is more spontaneous than yours? After all, isn't it a good thing that he wants you? What if this is his way of expressing love and affection? What could you do on your end that would help you feel closer to him? What other evidence of his love can you find? I hope that this episode will bring comfort and help you to consider other possibilities. I'm sending you hugs and look forward to speaking to you next week. If you have loved this episode, please add a rating, write a review, and share it around to help spread the word to all the women out there who need to hear this. I am so grateful for you listening. And if you are ready to take this work deeper, book your discovery session with me at www.morganhorn.com. That is M-O-R-G-A-N-E-H-O-R-N.com. We will explore any issue you would like help with and you will learn all about my coaching program so you can get started on creating the sex life of your wildest dreams. I will see you there.